Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical, underage sale prohibited. Introducing Zone Nicotine Pouches, the perfect balance of unparalleled comfort, longer-lasting flavor, and nicotine that satisfies. Whether you're zoning in during the race or zoning out after a tough day at work, Zone gets you there faster and keeps you there longer. Available in seven flavors and in six and nine milligram strengths. Find Zone at zonepouches.com and retailers near you. Own your Zone with Zone Nicotine Pouches. Let's go racing here at Knoxville. Only the best go three of It is showtime at Williams Grove Speedway. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, here at Eldora Speedway, it's showtime. You have got a horror breath. Often imitated, never duplicated. The greatest show on dirt, the world of Outlaws. It's time to sit back relax and enjoy because ladies and gentlemen it's showtime set to do battle for 30 laps the green flag is waving hello again it is wing nation presented by sage fruit talking sprint car racing our favorite time of the week and we are so glad that you have joined us steve post joined by aaron evernham in our concord north carolina studios how are you I'm doing well. How about you? Good, good. You got a chance. I you got a chance to watch that Natty Open up there in I did, Pennsylvania. You know. And the posse drivers, posse folks are all happy. They all left content up there after Brett Marks put it to them. So Yeah, yeah. I was actually at a, a horse show with Kate, believe it or mm-hmm. not. And um got back to our little cabin in time to to tune in. And it was neat. It was neat to see my buddy Darren Pittman run second. Yeah. I mean, for someone who's only run a handful of races this year, that's that's impressive. Yeah, it really is. It was a fun weekend up there for sure. And uh the action continues hot and heavy in Pennsylvania and New Jersey tonight, actually, for the um for the high limit series. So we've got a lot to talk about uh still going on here on the program. Gonna join us today is um Brett Marks and also going to join us Cap Henry going to be our guest here on the program today. So looking forward to it. Should be a whole lot of fun, that is for sure. And let's get right to it. Our Hefner Racing product, Hot Topics, World of Outlaws, Williams Grove, 61st uh, Annual Champion Racing Oil National Open. Uh, Friday night's prelim was postponed till after the A-Main Saturday night, but Brad Sweet, 10th win of the season, and starting to... uh, Starting to put a stranglehold on this point battle as well. 90 yeah, points, is. I think, is where yeah. he's at. And he doesn't show any signs of giving up many points. No, there was a time a month or so ago where we thought there was going to be a little battle. But he seems to uh, yeah. hold it together. He's ruining everything. Brad is ruining <laughs> everything as far as a point battle goes to uh, to um, the world finals. Um, if you would have... I, 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 somewhere along the way, I'll run into Brad. And a year and a half ago... If you'd ask Brad if he'd have two wins in a season at Williams Grove, I don't think he would have bought that. Right. Remember, that first win was just last summer in the yeah. Summer Nationals. Yeah, and he used to always talk about, you know, kind of struggled to, to figure yeah. it out. Yeah, uh, this is his second Williams Grove win this season. So the big cat, when he's got Williams Grove figured out, because we know he's got everything else figured out. <laughs> used to be, used to be there was one weak spot in his armor. Yeah, Williams Grove. Now it appears to be a strength. Yep. Man, oh, man, the big cat. So he picked up the win in the $10,000 win Friday night feature, which was ran Saturday night, second. Saturday was the $75,000 National Open, and Brent Marks, his second career National Open win. The first one was in 2019, 12th win of the season. Uh, what you mentioned it, uh, Darren Pittman, what a ride he gave Donnie Christ to 69K, yeah. didn't he? Yeah, you know, I have nothing against Brent Marks, but it was neat to see Darren running there, and I was pulling for him. I mean, first of all, it's a 69K car, and then it's Darren Pittman, and it, it would have been uh, quite the story if he was able to pull it off. Really would have been. Um, it was, you know, it was a great effort by Darren and uh, by by you know by Donnie Kreitz, Davy, Davy Brown, and and more important Calvin Knapp, who <laughs> runs the whole thing. Obviously, a great job by Calvin pulling the brain trust all together and you know pointing in this direction. Davy, you go here, and Donnie, you go here, and Darren drive like this. So uh, Calvin Knapp did a great job this week. No, it was cool. Uh, Calvin's our buddy. Uh, it was cool. Um, Pittman finished second. And Rico Abreu finished in the third spot. So fun, fun race, fun, fun podium, um, lots of fun. I saw some video. They had a um, keg barrel contest of some kind. They had a chili cook-off. 
where they raised a bunch of money for the Rookie of the Race thing. I think the Rookie of the Race won like $2,600, or the first non-qualifier. First non-qualifier won Rookie of the Race for $2,600 or something. Yeah, it was um, our buddy Chase Randall, right? Yeah, Chase Randall, yep. So um, you go over there and you fail to qualify for the race, and they hand you $2,600. Makes it a little bit better. A little bit better, yeah. I mean, (laughs) you want to be in the race. We understand that. So, and uh, that's... Puts a wrap on the National Open. What a great, great weekend of racing, though, up at Williams Grove. Hate that Mother Nature got the best of them on Friday night, but, um, boy, it was good. The track was good. Wide, wide, good racing. Everything was great there. Um, Really quiet this weekend. Um, I saw Blake Hahn picked up a win in Texas. Mm -hmm. uh, And Bill Baylog, I know this is a shocker, Bill Baylog won in um, Sheboygan uh, (laughs) at the Plymouth Dirt Track in Wisconsin. Uh, the IRA Wisconsin Sprint Car Championships. Uh, Bill is uh, nine wins this season and sixth in IRA. He's not running full time IRA, yeah. but uh, sixth win in IRA this year. So really, really good stuff. So congratulations to the North Pole Nightmare, Bill Baylog, getting another win this season and really um, quiet, quiet. Now we're we get a little busy here with high limits and and Tuscarora fifty. 50. And the or, Nittany Showdown, yep. and then then they go uh, high limits is next week as well. Uh, they're racing, so we've got busy, and then uh, boy, then it starts to slow down, mm. and all dirt roads lead to Charlotte. Yep. So going to be fun for sure. Uh, so there you have it. Our Hefner Racing Product Hot Topics. Hefner Racing Products. Their website. Easy to shop the entire line of Hefner Racing Products. Aaron, what's that address? HRPRacing.com. You can go from your desktop or right on your phone. And first-time online orders, use promo code MRN at checkout for 10% off your first order. It's that time of year. We talk about this every time ever we get into we get into October. Okay. Some of your teams are, are shutting her down for the season. Uh, some of you are regrouping. Some of you still have some races left. Look around your shop. Look around your transporter. Has it gotten a little cluttered? Has it gotten a little messy? <laughs> well, then just go to hrpracing.com, and they can declutter your entire operation. Again, I'm going to have all Jeff. sorts I'm, of ways to organize. Exactly. So I'm going to have my buddy Jeff Wessel. I'm going to take some pictures around the house and see what they can send down to declutter the house. Nice stainless too. steel around yeah, here. Stainless there, steel, yeah, stainless steel air up by the mirrors and the windows. Yeah, and the, the, Some quartz of oil and yeah. radius rods. Oh, gosh, yes, absolutely. Absolutely, be right in the part. But no, they can do it. And it's in this time of year is the time of year where a lot of guys are gutting their trailers and mm-hmm. and getting things you know reset. This is a great time of year to go to www.hrpracing.com. We need to step away when we come back. The Myers Town Missile. Brent Marks joins us next. Perfection isn't easily achieved. It takes hard work, dedication, and perseverance. Through their commitment to excellence. Sage Fruit Company has been supplying customers with the best tree fruit in the Pacific Northwest for over three generations. They work hard on the farm, in the packing facilities, and with their retail partners to provide consistent, high-quality apples and pears all year long. Look for Sage Fruit at your local grocery. The National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum's newest exhibit will be our track tribute to Williams Grove Speedway inside the museum's main floor from April 3rd through October 2nd this year. You'll learn about the beginning of Williams Grove Speedway and the evolution of sprint car racing on the East Coast through eight of the iconic big cars and sprint cars that made up the history of Mechanic Birds Pennsylvania's Williams Grove Speedway. Plus, you'll see videos of historic national open sprint car races and other racing events that put Williams Grove on the map. That's the track tribute to Williams Grove Speedway featured April 3rd through October 2nd at the only museum in the world solely dedicated to sprint car racing, the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum in Knoxville, Iowa. If you follow along with Wing Nation, you say, wait a minute, they just talked to Brent Marks about four (laughs) weeks ago. Well, yeah, he keeps winning all these races. We're going to talk to Brent Marks, and there's no rest. We've actually caught Brent on the way to Bridgeport, so he's going to see if he can get another check here tonight, but he joins us on the Sage Fruit Hotline after that National Open win. Hello, Brent, how are you? I'm doing great. It's great to be on with you guys again. Appreciate always, it. Yeah, always great to catch up with you. It is really, really cool to win a crown jewel, but what's it mean to be a two-time National Open champion now? Yeah, it means uh, it means the world to me. You know, I just, um, we were talking about this on Saturday night, and, you know, it's obviously, you know, an amazing feeling to win it for the first time, but when you, you know, winning it for the second time, it just feels like the first time all over again. 
um, especially in the National Open at Williams Groves, because, you know, I grew up there as a kid, and, and um, it's just, you know, a lot of meaning, uh, meaningful times there that, you know, for, for me, and, and just to be able to stand on the same stage as guys that I looked up to growing up just uh, means a lot to me, so uh, to get a second one, um, you know, it's great, it's great for, for me personally, it's great for my, my whole team, and and, you know, at the start of the year, that was one of my uh, personal goals was to win another National Open and to, uh, you know, be able to accomplish that, you know, made me feel really good. So um, it, was a, it was a great night. It was a lot of fun. Brent, talk about the race. You know, the, the track seemed a little, a little heavier than we see Williams Grove during the, the middle of the year, a little bit uh, maybe harder to pass. You, you talked about in victory lane your car was better on the long run. It got better as the race went on. But describe a little bit about the race and getting by in the 69K. Yeah, I mean, it was, you know, I knew we were going to start out the race too tight. And that's generally, you know, okay, you know, when you're starting up front there like that. And I just wanted to kind of get out there and just maintain and, and hold, a, you know, a decent pace. But, you know, next thing you know, I find, find myself falling back to third. And I'm like, man, I got to, you know, I got two really good cars in front of me right now and just try to, you know, get back out around them. And, you know, they're both really fast, especially when Williams Grove is fast like it was. You know, it, it's um, a little bit more difficult to pass, and and um, you know we just kept, you know we just kept working on it, you know, uh, throughout the race and trying different different lines, trying to clean the top off a little bit more to, you know, maybe build some more momentum so that way you know I could stay a little bit more squashed in the track and and uh, everything just started to come to me, you know, the track started to lose some grip. Um, so that came to me a little bit. The fuel load wore off, and it just the whole balance of the race car just kind of came back, and and um, that's what we were hoping for, and uh, it, it all just played out just right, and we were just able to work our way back up through there. But uh, you know, getting by, you know, Darren in the 69k is just you know really that was that was you know pretty difficult just because that car is just so good no matter what point on the racetrack it's at, and um, you know Darren was doing a good job at. Um, keeping that thing nice and wide and breaking my momentum whenever I had it. And, um, you know, I had to get pretty creative to try to, to, to get a run on him just at the right time to, to get by. And, um, you know, luckily it was, you know, a long race. So it just, you know, I had plenty of time to figure it out, but, um, it was, like I said, it was a lot of fun, you know, it was amazing to win that race. And, and, you know, I've been in contention to win that race for the last several years now. And, you know, uh, won in 2019 and, uh, 2021, I was leading it, and ran into a lap car, um, spun out, we were like a straightaway ahead. So, huh. um, you know, ran second last year uh, there. So this year kind of felt like, you know, redemption for me uh, to try to make up for, you know, uh, losing that race back in 21 and, uh, you know, coming up one spot short there last year. So, um, like I said, it just uh, it was a whole lot of fun. It was a fun race. And I felt like William Grove did a fantastic job on their, their track for the – what they were dealt with was, you know, conditions all week and, and it being cool and a lot of moisture in the air. And it's just, um, I just know how hard that is to, you know, keep a racy surface. Yeah. Gave you guys some room to race around each other. That's for sure. As, uh, as, as, as you roll on into it, um, Jeremy Elliott has a column this week and he painted a picture. It was a, 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 you know, blog that he posts, but he painted a picture about, the crowd really into it. He said it wasn't Fred Raymer a few years ago level, but it was a rousing ovation. What is that like to be in front of your hometown crowd representing the Pennsylvania Posse and and, and becoming one of those guys that they just know they can count on when the outlaws roll into town? Yeah, I mean, it feels great. You know, it gives me goosebumps just by you know, hearing you talk about that. And, you know, rolling off the, the scales onto the backstretch, down past Beer Hill and, you know, the infield and just hearing the roar of the crowd and, and then getting to victory lane and, you know, the front stretch, it's just, you know, it's just amazing to see how into the sport, you know, fans are, and Pennsylvania fans especially um, are, and, um, you know, and to be able to win it for them, you know, as a hometown, you know, team and, and you know, like I said, I grew up there, so it's just uh it's just an amazing feeling, amazing to be a part of that. And, um, you know, I'm just happy that I'm the guy that was able to deliver it uh, for them. And, uh, you know, just kind of people that came in after the races and, you know, I 
swear, I think it felt like an hour and a half that I just stood there and signed the uh, autographs and got pictures taken and just, you know, the amount of people that were just so happy to see us win that race and, you know, thanking me for beating the outlaws, <laughs> you know, and, and all that. It's just, uh, you know, it's just awesome to see how into, into it they are and what it means to them for, you know, um, somebody from Pennsylvania to win, win that race. Bren, how great is it this time of year in Pennsylvania? I mean, obviously it's great when you're winning the big races, but when we talked to you about a month or so ago, one of the, the hot topics this year has been the, the, the grueling schedule and how things got tough on every team come late summer. How nice is it now? I mean, the, the end of the season is in sight, but obviously you have these big races that are close to home and you're running well. How, how different is the mindset compared to maybe where you guys were a few months ago? Yeah, you know, it, it's, you know, it is different, you know, and it, it helps that, you know, we've been running really good lately. And, you know, when you're struggling a little bit, you have all that racing happening, you know, it, it is definitely harder on you. Um, we've all experienced that. And, um, but, you know, it's just, you know, we took some time off to this, this year to, you know, um, regroup a little bit, get our minds, get our minds right. Concentrate on things that we needed to concentrate on to fix you know, in our program. And I'm telling you, like, when, when you, when you, when you take those, that, that time to work on those things, it makes a huge difference. And, um, and I think you're seeing the, the results of doing that. You know, we, we, we did that, uh, you know, just right before Knoxville there. And then, you know, right after Knoxville, there were some races that we were scheduled to run that we just decided, you know, Hey, let's like, we need to really concentrate on getting ourselves better and, and if we're just working ourselves to death and, and just not really accomplishing much, like let's reevaluate here a little bit. And, you know, that's what we did. And like I said, you're seeing the, the end result of that. And it's just crazy. To, it's crazy to see, you know, how much of a difference stuff like that makes. And, you know, we're coming into the very end of the season here and, you know, feeling refreshed. And we've been, you know, last, you know, this, this two week period here, you know, we're doing a lot of racing and and um it just doesn't bother you as much as what it did before just because you you, you take the time to you know back off a little bit and you know if this was happening uh, you know racing you know three four times a week like we are here the last you know two weeks um you know if we did that week after week after week for the next month you know then we'd probably get the end of the month and have to do the same thing so it's just, you know, it's just trying to plan it all out, trying to make it uh, easier on, on the team, on, you know, me as a driver, just just everything to um, take those moments and wind down and relax and, and regroup. And um, it makes a difference, like I said. So um, I'm excited. You know, we got a high limit race tonight. Uh, got Touch 50 on Thursday and two World of Outlaw races at Port Royal uh, this weekend. And, um, you know, I'm excited for the rest of the week and, and get some racing in and see what we can do as you should be because they're all races you are quite capable of being up front at that's for sure you mentioned something when we asked you about the winning the second national open you said it was a goal that i had at the beginning of the year to win another national open i don't need to know specifics but are you a are you a uh, a, a written down goal guy how do you how do you prioritize your goals, your objectives as a team owner, as a driver, as a, as a person, are you one of those people that kind of, kind of does that by writing or is it goes kind of mental skill or what, how do you, how do you set goals? Yeah. Well, you know, um, you know, like I said, obviously I think, I think every driver's goal is to win, yeah. you know, crown jewel events throughout the year, but, uh, the national open run really just stuck out to me just because of some of the mistakes that I made. Um, you know, over the last couple of years that uh, really just prevented us from, you know, winning the race. And um, I just felt like I, you know, I wanted to make up for it. And, uh, you know, I wanted to really wanted to go for a two-peat in the Kings Royal. That was another one of my goals. I keep up one spot short. And um, so getting here towards the end of the year, I'm like, you know, it's like I wasn't able to accomplish, you know, one of my, you know, three goals this year. I at least want to try to get one. And, and uh I did that. So um, my next goal, honestly, is to, to win the Touch Square 50. So I have another shot at that here coming this week. And, um, man, if we can do that, that'd be 
that'd be amazing. It'd be an amazing couple of weeks. And, um, you know, month of September for us was absolutely outstanding. And, you know, it's just uh, looking back at it, you know, it's crazy the amount of money we're able to raise for so close to home. And um, it's amazing to see where this sport has come and how much it's grown and, and what we continue to be able to contend for. You know, the type of persons we were able to contend for week in and week out. It's just, it's amazing to see. It really is. It's been really neat to see just Pennsylvania alone how much it's changed and how many big races you guys have now. You know, you mentioned Tuscarora 50 and going to Port this weekend. Uh, we all know how well you run there, but tonight you're headed to Bridgeport with the high limits racing. What are your thoughts on Bridgeport? It's not a track you get to run all that often. Yeah, we don't get to run there a whole lot. Um, it's a lot of fun. You know, I really like it, uh, you know, since they reconfigured it there, you know, a uh, handful of years back, you know, it's been, it's been really racy. It's, it's, it's a cool, it's a cool place, you know, a lot of high, high banks there and uh, the straightaway is really flat now, then you drive into, you know, really high bank corner. So it, the transition is, um, is crazy and it's, uh, it's a whole lot of fun. And I've been a part of some races there that have been extremely racy. So I'm hoping that's what it's like tonight. And uh, we can just uh, have a good time and, and put on a good race for the fans. So, um, you know, it's uh, – I will admit, I wish, I wish the location was a little bit differently. You know, driving there right now and <laughs> dealing with traffic around Philly, it's frustrating. But um, it would be a lot more enjoyable to go race Bridgeport if it was a lot easier to get to. But all in all, you know, like I said, it's a great racetrack. And uh, I wish we had more events throughout the year there. Um, but the races that we do get the race there, you know, we always try to, to make the toe to, to support the racetrack and, uh, like I said, go out and have some fun. So, um, you know, if it gets really wide and, and slick and, you know, you can get multiple groups racing there. And um, I hope that's what we see tonight. Should be fun. That's for sure. Brown, we'll let you get back to tending to traffic because I can't imagine that's any prize at all. So we appreciate <laughs> you joining us here on Wing Nation. Continued success. And, uh, who knows? You keep doing what you're doing. We might talk to you the first of next month and talk about all the success you've had here in October, but we appreciate the time. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me on. There we go. Brent Marks joining us here on the program. If you're not familiar, Brent's talking about Bridgeport is on the eastern side of Philadelphia. And yeah. when I say the eastern side of Philadelphia, you sit in Bridgeport and you literally look across the river at the Philadelphia airport. The plane's taken off. Yeah. I mean, when I say it is, it is in Philadelphia. I mean, as far as that yeah. goes, yes, it's across... The Delaware River, so it's in New mm -hmm. Jersey, but it is in the Philadelphia metro area, no doubt. And Philadelphia traffic mm. race car hauler cannot be fun. No. Cannot no. be fun. I mean, you know, and, and here we are, we're at 1230 and they're rolling through there now, which is probably wise yeah. because you're doing that at four or five in the afternoon. You're probably yeah, not going to make the race. Yeah, you'll be missing hot laps. Missing hot laps, Exactly. <laughs> Um, yeah, if they were to move Bridgeport to the western side of Philadelphia, everybody would love it. I mean, but it's a great racetrack. What they've done there, they've shortened it up. It used to be a huge 5 eighths mile track. I mean, this thing was a monster track. And uh, honestly, probably too big for sprint cars. Um, and we had some bad crashes that, that, that kind of validated that. Unfortunately, that's where we lost Jason Leffler. Now, what they've done, they've made it, a, and, and Brent describes it, like flat straightaways, up into the corners, yep. down. It's like a roller coaster ride. And uh, I would guess, I've never driven a sprint car around a track like that, but I would guess it's like a roller coaster ride. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Kind of like a Beaver Dam or like Eagle Raceway in Nebraska is a little yeah, bit like that. A little bit like that. Yeah. And fun. They got a good field of cars there tonight, too. So it'll be on Flow Racing, and uh, we'll see what happens with Brent Marks over there. When we look at these wins, Aaron. <laughs> 12 wins is impressive, but when you start to add which ones they are. Of course, he added the National Open, but a couple weeks ago was the Jim Nace Memorial, 28,000 at Sealands Grove. Prior to that, it was the Dirt Classic at Lincoln. Prior to that, the Living Legends race, 10,000 at Port. He won the Mitch Smith Memorial at Williams Grove, 20 grand. He won the Dean Niddle Memorial with the All-Stars at Atomic, $22,000. There, there's a lot of money there. Yeah. And there's a lot of different tracks. Yeah. And it's funny because I feel like early in the season, after his huge success last year, we were like, oh, he seems a little quiet. Well, not for long. He's making noise now. <laughs> yeah. He's making noise now. Yeah, that so, didn't last long. Did not last long. Speaking of making noise, and we talked about this rascal last week on the program. He couldn't join us. He was tied up. But we are going to go in just a moment back to the Sage Fruit outline 
Speaking of making noise, Cap Henry in northwestern Ohio was a man on a mission, and we'll talk to him next. Perfection isn't easily achieved. It takes hard work, dedication, and perseverance. Through their commitment to excellence, Sage Fruit Company has been supplying customers with the best tree fruit in the Pacific Northwest for over three generations. They work hard on the farm, in the packing facilities, and with their retail partners to provide consistent, high-quality apples and pears all year long. Look for Sage Fruit at your local grocery. The National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum's newest exhibit will be our track tribute to Williams Grove Speedway inside the museum's main floor from April 3rd through October 2nd this year. You'll learn about the beginning of Williams Grove Speedway and the evolution of sprint car racing on the East Coast through eight of the iconic big cars and sprint cars that made up the history of Mechanic Birds Pennsylvania's Williams Grove Speedway. Plus, you'll see videos of historic national open sprint car races and other racing events that put Williams Grove on the map. That's the track tribute to Williams Grove Speedway featured April 3rd through October 2nd at the only museum in the world solely dedicated to sprint car racing, the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum in Knoxville, Iowa. Welcome back. It is Wing Nation presented by Sage Fruit. Let's go right to the Sage Fruit Hotline. We talked about it just a little bit before the break. Cap Henry, 11 wins this season. Track championship at Attica, track championship at Fremont. The Attica Fremont Championship Series, also a fast series win over at Wayne County. What a season he's put together, and he joins us now on the Sage Fruit Outline. Hello, Cap. Welcome back to Wing Nation. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for having me, guys. Cap, you know, you start the season, everyone starts the season and has big goals. I would dare say that this one is, uh, this one you probably have achieved quite a bit of what you guys set out to do. Yeah, we were, you know, super unsure of what was going to happen for the year. You know, all new team. Um, you know, I brought my crew chief Zach with me, but you know, all the equipment was different than the stuff we'd run the past few years. So we weren't really sure what to expect. And it's, it's been an amazing season. We couldn't have asked for any more. Cap, oftentimes when someone goes to a new team, new equipment, it takes a little while to gel and come together. This didn't seem to be the case. I know you said you brought your crew chief, Zach Myers, but what, how quickly did it come together? And was it comfort right from the start? Um, I think, there was probably, I think the first hot lap session in time trials was uh, a little uncomfortable, but after that, by the end of the first night, um, felt really, really good. And, you know, we had the new tire package that came in this year and we kind of hit the ground and just committed to running the new tire. And I think it really helped us in the long run because we just figured out how to make the tire work. And, you know, I think it showed throughout the course of the season that we just kept getting better and better as the season went. This is uh, this is the question from the guy that's never sat in a sprint car, okay? When you say you go to a new combination, and I don't need to know specifics, but how dramatic is the difference between that first night with what you were used to? And again, I understand the tire was different as well, but like, like what are some of the things you didn't feel, you hoped to feel? What are, what are some of the things that you experienced being different like that? Um, for me, the biggest thing was is I had – car feel back again um i could cool. feel what the car was doing um the car didn't feel numb um and it just to me it made a lot more drive than what i had had the last few seasons so everything was just a positive you know impact on what i was looking for um you know, so just were just a more comfortable feeling for me Cap, momentum and confidence are such a huge part of our sport, probably more than we even talk about sometimes on the show. How important or how big of a role did that play? Like once you guys started rolling and winning races, how, how important was that confidence and momentum to, to keep those wins coming? Oh, it's definitely huge. Um, you know, when you're confident in your guys um, and what you're bringing to the racetrack, you know, you can make up for the car not being 100% perfect and, you know, you can – you know that you've got a group of guys that, you know, say the heat race doesn't quite go your direction, that the group of guys is going to try and fix it and get it right. And um, it just keeps building that, you know, when everybody knows that the other group, you know, the other people involved are trying their hardest, you know, it makes you want to try harder to make sure that you're matching their level. And, um, you know, it just that continues to build and it just makes for a fun environment. 
I, I love it. I'm going to build off from that comment there because you did mention Jeff Ward Motorsports, a new team for you this year. But your crew chief, you go back not you go back to 2019 with with Zach Myers. It, it is it is is that that confidence you were talking about that he's got your back, you've got his back is is what has helped you guys gel and work so good now in your fourth or fifth season together. Yeah, definitely. Um, Zach and I have known each other a long time. Um, actually, raced go-karts together a little bit as kids um actually a lot of people don't know that zach's dad was actually a crew chief for me for a short time um you know and zach and i are just really good friends on top of it across the board um zach takes care of my indoor rumble midget that i run um so zach and i spend a lot of time together anyways um zach's actually in the car right now as i do this interview um so i can't say anything too bad about him um but uh you know, we've worked together for a long time now. So at this point, Zach really knows what I want the car to do. Um, you know, so that's a that's a big thing. And, you know, he knows he can tell watching the car if I'm not going to be happy with what's going on. And, you know, nine times out of 10, he can come up with a solution to try and fix it. That's awesome. You know, 11 wins sounds uh, amazing, but three championships, that's really impressive. What does that mean to you when your race team, you know, championships reflect the entire season and, and all your results? Um, it means a lot. Um, you know, so I had told somebody not long ago, I thought more people had done the, what they call the Ohio trifecta where you win the three titles together. And I found out, you know, much later on that Byron Reed was the only one that did it. And I just, you know, it's like to do something that, you know, only one other person's done is pretty cool. Um, I'm not huge on points racing, you know, I kind of rather just bounce around and go do whatever. Um, but to do that our first year with Jeff, you know, and Gary Griff and the Wilsons that helped us out, um, you know, it, it really means a lot, um, you know, and it just showed that everybody put in a really good effort all year long, and that's something I'm really proud of. Cap, it's such a neat spot you're at up there. And, of course, you ran the All-Stars the last couple of years. But um, that Northwestern Ohio, Attica, Fremont, and then there's some fast series races. The All-Stars roll through there. The Outlaws roll through there. It's a pretty good little spot for a guy like you to race and win some races and and and, and continue on as a sprint car driver, I would think. Yeah. Um, you know, we can, we can race a lot. Not quite as much as, you know, the Central PA guys can, but – you know, we can race a lot and for a lot of times for some pretty good money. We were actually talking about that earlier today. Um, you know, Sprint Car Ratings put out a thing that had, you know, money earned, you know, versus last year to this year. And I actually made a little bit more, you know, without the point fund money factored in, actually made a little bit more than I did last year. Um, you know, so it's pretty crazy to think about the fact that we actually, you know, brought in more money, um, and, you know, and 95% of the time slept in our own beds versus being on the road. So, you know, it's nice to have those championships and to have the tracks that race that much and be able to race just that much um, close to home. That's fascinating. Yeah. I haven't even looked at that. I, I love a sprint car rating. That page is just phenomenal. I go on there and just my mind boggles with what's all on there, the stats that are all on there. It's fascinating. And I hadn't looked at comparison year to year. That is that is pretty good stuff, that's for sure. Are you guys, uh, what, what do you have left here? Are you wrapped up? Are there a few more races up there? What's the, what's the game plan to put a bow tie around this season, Cap? Um, so I think everything's done with the Jeff Motorsports 33. Um, we are actually in route right now to Bridgeport to run the high limits, uh, race tonight in the Mark Daly 2MD. Um, we're going to run the race next week with the high limit series. Um, and then possibly one or two more races. We'll kind of have to see how it goes and what Mark wants to do. Nice. Yeah. Good stuff. That is for sure. Fantastic. Well, we wish you the best. We just talked to Brent Marks, and he was dealing with Philadelphia traffic. <laughs> so we wish you the best with that. That's always the fun yep. part of yeah, fun part of Bridgeport. Mm -hmm. We wish you the best tonight. We'll be following along on Flow Racing. But congratulations, Cap. What a great season, and uh, well done by you guys. Awesome. Thank you guys very much. There you go. Cap Henry joining us on the Sage Fruit Hotline. Uh, I love we first met Cap uh, was at Knoxville. First time we talked to yeah. him, I think he'd raced his way in to the nationals, yeah. and it was like there's always there's always the the there, there's always the guys that don't make it in. There's always the one guy that is like, okay, didn't necessarily see that coming. Yeah, and he was the one. I remember one year it was Roger Crockett did it. We had Roger on the stage with us. Cap was the guy that did it, and I think we met him out there. And then this is a guy that is just ground it out. Yep. And and last year he was with the Lane Racing team, and 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 that dissolved and went away. And he just jumps to Jeff Ward Motorsports, put together this thing, and 
put together a whale of a season. It just speaks yeah. volumes for Cap, who he is, mm -hmm. uh, the racer he is, and what a good job they've done. I yeah. love it. Fascinating stuff. It really is. And that's some good racetracks up there. Yeah. And like you talked about, sleeping in his bed 95% of the time, that's that's a nice season right there. A lot to be said about yeah. that for sure. We need to step away. More Wing Nation in just a moment. Perfection isn't easily achieved. It takes hard work, dedication, and perseverance. Through their commitment to excellence, Sage Fruit Company has been supplying customers with the best tree fruit in the Pacific Northwest for over three generations. They work hard on the farm, in the packing facilities, and with their retail partners to provide consistent, high-quality apples and pears all year long. Look for Sage Fruit at your local grocery. Welcome back. It is Wing Nation, presented by Sage Fruit, National Sprint Car Hall of Fame birthday calendar. Yesterday, Mike Nazareth. Later this week, John Singer at Winfield. John C. Vance. Lance DeWeese has a birthday coming up mm. Friday. I'm sure he'd like an early birthday present yeah. on Thursday yeah. night. He wouldn't mind one on Friday. I was going to say, or Friday, or, or Saturday. Well, no, I think Lance would prefer Thursday, yeah. though. I think Lance would prefer Thursday. His first preference would be Thursday. I'm guessing the second one would be Saturday, and then his birthday would be the third. Yeah. If he won all three, I think that would be a pretty good birthday present. Yeah, not bad. Not bad at all. Um, Ken Coles, Emmett Buzz Barton, Eddie Rickenbacker, Everett Saylor, Gary Stanton has a birthday. Today would have been the birthday of uh, Chuck Hulse. Would have been his 96th birthday. He is a 2012 inductee into the Sprint Car Hall of Fame. Was born in 1927 in California. He was driving by the age of eight. Wow. Loved cars. Uh, of course, World War II, the big one was in there. 1949, he started running jalopies, moved to midgets in 1950s, and then the 50s and early 60s. He was back and forth between CRA and USAC, uh, running all over the place. 1959, he was the CRA champ. Multiple wins at Ascot, Vacaville, Phoenix, and Tucson. USAC, he finished fourth in points, was his best finish there. Four-time Indy 500 wow. starter. Seventh was his best finish in 67. And Chuck Hulse passed away in 2020, uh, but he is forever enshrined in the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame. And uh, you can become a member, a uh, supporting member of the Hall of Fame for just $25. And Aaron, we need to get back on this again. We tried this again a couple years ago. They've got another 410 Sprint Car they're raffling off. I know. And this is your chance, your driving uh, debut. Driving debut. Yeah. No, no, no. It's the team debut. The way Aaron, you're, remember, no, you're I'm our out. driver. Steve's the driver now. We've heard him so many times on the air say he's never well, had Well, this is true. One. This is well, the time. And it's after, the time. My, yeah. after my prowess in the Hefner Mule, yep, I think we've you, earned, our, this, I've earned a ride. And after I drove that Hefner Mule the around Knox or the Bull or the Mule, or whatever it was, after driving that, I think I've earned my yeah, chops. Yeah, you've been working on your fitness. I feel like you're ready. I am ready. ready. So Weber, Weber can be your spotter. I mean, you need that. That's yeah. exactly right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yes, no doubt. We can go, um, So, but you can go to Sprint Car Hall of Fame, and you can know uh, the raffle for the 4-ton yeah. Sprint Car. So yeah, maybe what, we should start at Millbridge. Put you in like a, uh, a four micro. 4-ton at Millbridge would be great. No, put it? you in like oh, a micro. Oh, micro at Millbridge. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, four ten of no bridge would be a little tricky, that wouldn't it? That would be it? a little challenging. Yeah, you'd have to gas it up and break like, it at the same time. For like two seconds. Yeah, fun uh, stuff, that is for sure. Speaking of fun stuff tonight, the High Limit Sprint Car Series back in action. And uh, we have um, we have uh, Rico on our uh, TV show, Mav TV show. Rico's licking his chops. He's closing mm -hmm. in on Kyle Larson for that championship. Yeah. Got it down to 20 points. And Rico and Ricky are ready to go to Bridgeport tonight. That's going to be fun to watch. Yeah, it will. That's for sure. Port Royal, what's going on over there? Well, obviously, a, a few things a going on this yes, weekend. The Tuscarora 50s on Thursday. That's the, the rain makeup. 56,000 to win. Jeez. And then you have the Nittany Showdown Friday, Saturday, 15,000 to win uh, Saturday night. And it's the first World of Outlaws race there this season. The previous one was rained out. Yep. Last year, it was Kyle Larson and Anthony Macri swept the Nittany Showdown last year at yep. Port Royal. Um I'm I telling you. I, I mean, I love when the outlaws run into Pennsylvania, period. And it's always fascinating at Williams Grove. But there's something about Port that is just, I, I, I don't know, maybe I feel like there's, it's more of a chance for everyone. It's, it's not, Williams Grove is so unique. So unique. Yeah. So tough. Where Port, Port you just a don't little, know. Yeah. A little bit more traditional. Mm -hmm. Although, it takes a special breed of pup to go up there and do like you do with that right rear on the wall. Yeah. I'll never, I'll never, it was Brent Marks, actually, when... When they first started doing that, I'll never forget Barry Jackson. We had Barry yeah, Jackson yeah. on there. And he's like, what are you doing to my race car? <laughs> you know? It's I like, mean, they, like, there's, there's, run the wall. Yeah. And then it's like, 
Well, I'll talk to you about it in Victory Lane. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but it is going to be an awesome week, Pennsylvania fans. I mean, gosh, I hope you're. I hope you've wrung out your livers and you're ready to go for another round. Um, <laughs> it looks like it's going to be kind of chilly up there this week. It is going to be a little yeah. chilly. Yep, it's going to be a little chilly this week. That's for sure. Motors um, will be happy. Motors, yes, boy. You think about motors at port too, boy. Mm-hmm. They'll be stretching them out. That's for sure. Now, I absolutely love this. Okay. One of my bucket list tracks that I finally made it to was I-30 Speedway in Little Rock a couple of years ago. I did not make the the short track nationals, but I did make it to Little Rock. And man, that that place, yeah. that place, you you got within a mile and you just were like, ooh, there's something really cool around here. Yeah. And that place just oozed like hardcore racing. Uh, Tracy Clay and the family, they, they made the decision that they'd run its course and, mm-hmm. and it went away. And there was a lot of concern that the short track nationals would go away as well. Um, simultaneously, our old buddy Tim Crawley was kind of easing back on the racing and got an opportunity to run 67 Speedway in Texarkana. I talked to Tim about this at PRI, and he's like, I don't know. He said, I don't, I just, we're, we don't want to lose these racetracks. And, you know, what's a guy to do? Well, he's rolled up his sleeves, and from all accounts, Tim Crawley is doing a wonderful job there. Now, that to me is a little bit crazy because Tim is a guy that is rather black and white. And sometimes as a promoter, you run up to start yeah. to say something to him, and I'm not sure that Tim's going to be, you know, he's just, but he has done a wonderful job there doing it. Um, they actually had, and I posted something about it on my Facebook. I wish I'd have made the notes. They did something that is cooler than maybe anything I've ever seen. They had a local, high school tech program where the kids were out at the racetrack working on the cars and their final project was to write a paper on sprint car racing. Now I'm telling you what, (laughs) that is something that every track series and sanctioning body needs to look at to get young people involved in this thing. We saw a lot of it with the Milton Hershey program that the world of outlaws do with Brock Zierfoss and some of the drivers up there where they bring the kids from the school over there to work on the cars. But what Tim Crawley and them did with this program from this school where the kids are out there working on cars, and it's, it's and I'm assuming it's like the auto shop group yeah. from my day. Don't know what it's called now. But it's like, can you imagine that? Yeah. And then your final is writing about sprint cars? I could actually pass that final, <laughs> possibly. Okay? You actually paid attention in that class. Paid attention in that class. Yeah. So Tim is doing a great job. Well, Tim... Um, obviously knows Tracy Clay. They've Tim's raced there yeah. forever, and they got together and said, "Let's just move the short track nationals over to 67 Texarkana," and that's what we're doing this weekend. Tim's a 1998 winner of the short track mm-hmm. nationals, ASCS National Tour. They've got a special race on Thursday night, going in there 1500 to win, and then Friday ASCS uh, 1500 to win. Saturday night, twenty thousand mm-hmm. dollars to win. Now, that is going to be awesome. Yes, it is. It is so cool. Um, I've been meaning, maybe we get done with this, to dial up Tim Crawley and just get his reflection on the first year as a promoter Um, and how many people he told, you know, because that's what I love. Tim Crawley is black and white. Yeah. You know, you want to go up and yell about some officiating, I think you might take a step back before you do it to that guy. You know, just because he's he's just, he doesn't, he's just black and white. And I I, I say this 100% respect for him. And like I said, from all accounts, what you're hearing about the 67 Texarkana, uh, Speedway in Texarkana, it's like he's got this place rolling yeah. really, really well. I will say this about one thing I do know about Tim Crawley. If hard work is a key determination in a track succeeding, he's done yeah, that because he absolutely. is a very, very hard worker. Yes. So uh, good stuff. That's for sure. 2020 winner of this was Sam Hayford, Chief Jr. Aaron, the list of former winners of this thing is under. Oh, it's crazy. I mean, you got Sammy Swindell, Christopher Brell, Brad Sweet, Paul McMahon, Jason Myers, Jason Johnson, Jason Sides, Wayne Johnson, and Steve Kinzer, to yeah. name a few. Yeah, to name a few. Yeah. So who's going to add their name to it? Three of the last five, I think, have been won by Blake Hahn. Mm-hmm. Uh, he'll be gassed up and ready to go. You know that. Uh, so um, I'm telling you, if you're somewhere down there in the Arkansas area, Texarkana, 67 Speedway, you must make it over there. Um, we got to keep these racetracks going. And when we've got a guy that's putting into it what Tim and, and, and Laura and, and they're doing, 
um, and and putting together a race like this with twenty thousand dollars for a three sixty race. Yeah. By gosh, that that those grandstands need to be full. Those, <laughs> I mean, that's just it. That's yeah. it. That's all I'm saying. So good stuff. Uh, fun fun hey, stuff. Real, 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 real quick. Yes. I want to jump in with something. Yes. There's just been a, an announcement made. It pertains to Iowa. Yes. Which is a sprint car hotbed. Yes. Uh, not sprint car related. But Iowa Speedway is now going to host the first ever cup race in uh, Iowa. That is awesome. What's it, mid-June, is it? Uh, June 14th through the 16th. Yes. Wow. Just announced. Um, that. And Xfinity is going to be there as well. Yeah. That is awesome. Yeah, it is. That is awesome. You know, we, we talk about where all levels of the sport are flourishing. Everybody wins. Um, that's going to be awesome. And selfishly. Um, I hope they put that Saturday race early enough so all of us can get out <laughs> to Knoxville. Yeah. Selfishly, I hope we can find somebody else to be the audio engineer that weekend so I can go mm, out there and enjoy new. that. Yes. Um, yeah, uh, that is really good news. So, And I know, you know, this is, it's always funny, the, the sprint car community, but boy, the Iowa sprint car fans have been lobbying for NASCAR there forever. Yeah. Uh, the Iowa the Iowa Sprint Car fans are just hardcore race fans, mm-hmm. and this is a win for them. Uh, uh, Blake Anderson, uh, the the athletic kind of broke the story yesterday, and you could just Blake Anderson's Facebook thing was almost icky with ooze. Yeah. just just this, and, and I mean that positively. Um, this is really really good. Yeah. Um, there's there's just a lot good happening in motorsports across the board. And this is really neat because this is a cross-section where sprint car racing and now NASCAR will be in the yeah. same state. And uh, it's going to be fun. Well, I and anytime it. the Indy cars or the trucks oh, or gosh. anyone, they, they, you see a lot of them come over to, to over Knoxville. Knoxville. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. There's a, I understand, rumor has it, I, I, there's a, like across the street from Knoxville Raceway, there's a little bar there. Really? Yeah. There's a little bar there that some of them end up in. Never heard of it. Yeah. I think it's called. Wait, there's a bar? Ding- I think it's called Dingus. Some of the NASCAR folks have ended up in Dingus. Never heard of it. They learned a lot about sprint car racing and sprint car fans those <laughs> nights that they were in Dingus. Uh, yes. And MRN announcers. And yeah. MRN announcers, yes. <laughs> Woo! Man, you put the you put the Dingus in the eye and the NASCAR Cup series oh, together. AJ, with the get ready. AJ, get ready, batting down the hatches. They're all coming your way, my man. That's what we need to do. We need to do a NASCAR Cup series gathering like on Thursday night at the Dingus. We'll separate. We'll separate a group of drivers yeah. from a group of drivers huh. there. All right. We better get working on this. Better Wing Nation from the dingus. AJ, can we host a party there on <laughs> Thursday night? Wing Nation, NASCAR, MRN, live from the dingus, Thursday night. Oh, wow. Like that that is just like heaven on earth. <laughs> you talk <laughs> about what? No, I'm dead serious yeah. right now. No, and then, and, then, and then we talk to McCoy over there to get a Friday night and Saturday night sprint car races. Yeah. So we can run back and forth all the time. That okay. might be World of Outlaw weekend out there. Well, if that's the case, this is happening. You know, you think about it, because that's usually World of Outlaw weekend yeah. is mid-June. Mid-June. We Wouldn't don't know how the calendar huge. You oh imagine that. Oh, my God. You imagine that World of Outlaws. Put it on the calendar You now. imagine that World of Outlaws and NASCAR within, and the, well, the World of Outlaws, Knoxville, NASCAR, all within like 45 yeah. minutes of each other. Man, oh man, I mean, we've done it at Charlotte. We've done it at Texas. We've done things like it's that. Been but, but it's been a while since we've done that, yeah. We've not done it in Knoxville. <laughs> and I love Charlotte, and I love Texas, and I love Las Vegas, but they ain't Knoxville. Yeah, I mean, okay. Now, now I'm now I'm calling out. I'm getting ready to call some people at NASCAR. <laughs> let's look at the start time of this Saturday race. Yeah, okay. Let's uh, not be. Let's TV not be doing one of these one of these night races. <sighs> let's not be crazy here, folks. Uh, You've got scrolling something? through the email, Gregor. Yes, Gregor. Let's let's go. Okay. I don't yep. see any start time. Oh, yep. wait a minute, July. So ARCA is going to be there as well. It's... That's what we need. Mm, yeah, I don't see any any times. So, Well, I'm telling you what. So you're saying there's the a bosses, chance. The bosses, those of you, NASCAR, y'all are listening to Daytona Beach, Florida, early start times, early start times, so we can go see sprint cars at Knoxville. There you have it. All I'm asking for. Uh, fun stuff. Good news. Craig, I'm glad you dropped in. I knew that that was coming, um, but I always like to wait until they're official to really get into them, and that is fantastic. Well, so, it is official. It is official. Oh, wait a minute. I found start times. Okay, here we go. Xfinity Series 2.30 Central Time on That's Saturday. Right. We can, we can live that with work. that. And then the... Let's see. Sunday, 6 o'clock in the evening. That's Sunday. all right. For the, yeah, for that su- yeah, that's Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. And then the, the ARCA, race? ARCA 
Don't see it. Oh, boy, don't put that on Saturday night. Oh, that scares me. Oh, that scares me. Oh, that's scared. Okay. Well, anyhow, that's good news. We're 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 Saturday. Doing... You're clear. Well, two thirty. We don't know when the Arca race is. Yeah, don't know. It could be. I'll bet it's before the Xfinity race. I hope it's before. Yeah. I hope it's before. I think we should do it ten a.m. Friday morning. That's when we should do it and get that right out of the way. <laughs> um, there you have it. All right, Wing Nation gear. Am I allowed to say this now? We're in October. Makes great Christmas gifts. Oh God! Well, you've you been got, saying it since no, like. I understand May. that, but by God, it's time to start getting no, this it's stuff not. done. It's time to get. It's time to start getting this stuff in the in the house. I know it's not. Are you bottom, one of those people that likes to go to like Lowe's and Home Depot and see the Christmas decorations? No, in July? no, 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 no. I'm one of those people that doesn't like to do it. Then that's why I'm telling you to yeah. do it now. Well, I'm, I'm not buying you. Uh, that's it. I'm not buying you a Wing Nation shirt. Well, when have you bought it. me one? Well, that's true, but I'm not doing it again. I'm not doing I'm it again. I'm still waiting for last year's and the year before. Well, the year exactly. Before, the year but before. no, but I did bring you a Chase Randall shirt, didn't I? I uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure that Eric and uh, well, Chase's they dad did, and that's all right. That. Yeah. That's, 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 that's not get into details. You were just, just the carrier. Okay. Shopwingnation.com. <laughs> no, don't buy your Christmas gifts there. Just buy a gift buy and set it aside for two months and then give it to somebody and then in the lose end of it December. and find it, you know, next summer. Well, I don't care as long as you buy it. We're not trying to give them stuff away. We're trying to sell some shirts here, is what we're trying to do. I am at, I, okay, this, this Woo. one here. Oh, wow. This one here. Gone off the okay. Ribs. On the boulevard. I shared this with you guys oh, in our text yeah, message. Yeah. On the boulevard at Talladega, which you want to talk about a party. Mm. That is a party, mm-hmm. okay? I look, my man, coming right straight at me with a tie-dyed Wing Nation shirt. Uh, As my man gets close to me, I can see my man has consumed some stuff. <laughs> I go, hey, Wing Nation, I'm five feet from him, right in front of him. Never saw me. Now, I'm a little guy and quiet. Yeah. So you and, can see. Yeah, I mean. Th- he got beside me. Wing Nation. I followed him for a little bit, Wing Nation. Boogity, 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 right down the book of Bill. I never even knew that we were there. You know, but he's in his tie dye Wing Nation shirt representing. Yeah. Representing. I died. Crazy things I'm happen like, in the world. Oh, Boulevard. my gosh. I'm like, I, when I saw the guy coming at me, I'm like, oh, my God, it's a Wing Nation shirt. And then I saw, you could see, like, when he's 10 feet away, the glo- he had the glossy glaze. And like the little, like. Yeah, a little bit, of, little bit yeah. of that. And I'm just like, well, I'll slow him down just to say hi. Never even lifted. Check up. Never yeah. checked up. Didn't he? It was my man was on a mission, but he had a good-looking shirt well, on. Hopefully, can... he was going home like in the right direction. At least I have <laughs> no idea what direction he was going in. Uh, Shopwingnation.com or tonight, uh... um, and and uh, at Port Royal, go to the Tom Book Motorsports trailer and uh, get it tonight at Bridgeport. You can get it there. That's for sure. Uh, this week on Wing Nation, presented by Sage Fruit, our television program Wednesday night on Rev in Canada. Friday on Mav, Rico Abreu. Great, great visit with Rico. They were taking the dog to the groomer. Oh, big talked. We talked a lot about Gus. Oh, (laughs) it might be Gus with Rico Abreu joining into the conversations. It was good stuff. Great stuff, that's for sure. You can find that this week, for sure. We do sincerely appreciate Cap Henry and Brett Marks for joining us. More important than all of that, though, thank you for joining us this time on Wing Nation, presented by Sage Fruit. This NASCAR season, Toyota Racing isn't looking for just anyone to join the team. No, we're looking for bankers, the ones who are open on Sundays. So if you live for the gravity-defying 31-degree banks like this one on turn four at Daytona, then we want you. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc.